KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Peyton, are we good to go? All right, right now, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is the owner and general manager of your Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning. <laughs> is somebody else trying to call you in the background? Tell them we got an interview to do. I'm going on around here for sure, but uh, good morning and uh, Boy, when you said that Ford built tough, uh, when I get a chance to talk to any of those Ford dealers or what have you, I said, you should be proud. If I were selling them, I'd put that hand in there, smell that leather, and I'd say, if you want to buy a truck that can get out of the ditch itself, you'd get a Ford. They're the only ones that didn't take a bailout in this country of all the automobiles. So when you get in a ditch with a Ford, you can come out on your own. So, Jerry, I want you to remind me of this. I, I feel like today you guys have a big uh, Thanksgiving get-together, correct? We certainly do. And, uh, boy, does uh, yesterday's game and yesterday's great celebration, Salvation Army makes it special. But that is correct today. And I'll go to Missouri here in just a, a little bit and uh, go up there and have a great uh, get-together with my family and uh, uh, where my uh, parents live for uh, most of their life, and so uh, we'll be having a big time. Do you start it off with, if I remember this right, is it corn dogs or hot dogs as an appetizer today? Well, not today. Okay. Not, no, not today. We'll get in there. It'll be, it'll be all the kinds of things that we traditionally eat on Thanksgiving. Okay. It'll be a uh, wild duck. Uh, it'll be venison. Uh, it'll be. Uh, 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 those kinds of those kinds of dishes, and of course, uh, you always got to have that turkey and sprinkle that in. But it'd be wild turkey. I've got a little daughter, a great granddaughter, uh, that uh, uh, walked in up there. I think it was last year, and she'd shot her turkey. Oh. Her name is Chambers, but she field dressed it right there, cleaned it, and field dressed it right Damn. there. And now, she shoots deer and field dresses it out in the field. Wow, that is that is very impressive. Now, obviously, everyone in the family is rooting for the Cowboys anyway, but how much better does it make these family get-togethers when the Cowboys are coming off a victory? Oh, it's just uh, uh, everybody is invested. Uh, you know, my grandchildren have been a part of this since they opened their eyes, and uh, uh, everybody's invested. Uh, you can, uh, as for instance, yesterday, uh, that uh, family, that picture of, us putting money in the red kettle that uh, such an institutional part of our Thanksgiving day. Well, uh, those grandchildren have been there since they could barely uh, reach the kettle. And uh, so uh, it's, uh, it's quite a tradition. They've all gone on and a big part of, of some of the uh, institutional things that Salvation Army does, it does with youth and it does to, uh, uh, you know, help people. Well, my family scattered throughout that, not just the adults, Gene or Charlotte, but uh, my family have been very involved with the Salvation Army. We had all the top officers of the Salvation Army uh, there yesterday for the kickoff to the nation. Jerry, give me your thoughts and feelings at halftime as the Giants are leading 13-7. to 7. Oh, I was really uh, concerned, very concerned. Uh, that's their game. They hang around, boy, and uh, they're a good team. And um, uh, I was real concerned. We just uh, uh, were determined to uh, uh, really uh, just make enough mistakes, just make enough miscues that uh, 
uh, we were going to keep this thing uh, with it reach for them, and uh, that's almost being tried. Reach for them is, is not right. They're they're a team that could have reached right through us, and so uh, I was very concerned. Now we talk with Jerry Jones as if people didn't already know. Right here on 105.3 The Fan, in the past. Whether it's mentally or physically, sometimes people would not use the word toughness to describe the Cowboys. J. Ron Curse dislocated his right shoulder yesterday, then went back in the game to finish in the fourth quarter and finish out the game. What do you think about the toughness mentally and physically of this team? Uh, I think it's outstanding. Uh, I think... uh, uh, first of all, uh, make no mistake about it, to play pro football, uh, you've got to think above the pain, and it's pain. And uh, we have very few players that don't have some type of surgery after the season, very few that don't have surgery. Yeah. And so uh, these players play with pain, and they play with malfunction, so to speak, but uh, they play through it. And uh, it um, uh, really is uh, – uh, it's one of the things I admire the most about our players and uh, uh, the game. And uh, so uh, very seldom, uh, only about the first day or two of training camp, do you walk out there feeling your very best. Uh, from that point forward, you're calling on it all the time. So uh, I'm proud of these guys. I'm proud of the way that uh, we responded yesterday. Uh, we could have let some of that uh, – uh, we could have let some of those miscues uh, – really uh, set us back and and uh, come out of there with a big disappointment. But we didn't do it. That's a mark of a good team. Jerry, you talked about a month ago about giving Zeke a little bit of rest with his injury and not pushing through it. And I think we saw yesterday the benefits of that yeah. because Zeke was just outstanding yesterday. Yeah, he's so punishing. Uh, I can't emphasize enough the toll that he takes on the other team. And at the end of the day, this, uh, this to be tried, is so physical. Well, if you out-physical them, uh, then you've, uh, boy, you have gained an edge. Zeke does that, and uh, his reputation proceeding, but then nothing compares to meeting up with it on the field. And uh, it's a shock to even get in his exhaust and so uh, he's, uh, he really provides an element to our team that uh, lets us be physical, lets us be physical on a, a wearing them down, uh, uh, starting, uh, uh, really starting uh, right off the bat, wearing them down. I thought the way we started that game yesterday, uh, I, I was so impressed with the way we were running the ball, physically running the ball. And it really kind of, uh, distorted things for us because we went for it on fourth down. And had we not been running that ball and really gashing them early in that quarter, uh, we probably wouldn't have gone for that fourth down. And so there's a case where we kind of over overjudged uh, what we were capable of doing there going for that. In that case, then, are you surprised in retrospect that the team didn't go ahead and run the ball on third down as well? Like, if that decision had been made, hey, we'll probably go it on fourth down, it did seem a little odd that you wouldn't run the ball both of those plays. Well, the way we were running the ball, now, I didn't make this call. But right, the way we right. Were no, I know, ball, you're right, you're right. I would have thought, and I'm not denying the call, I'm just saying I didn't make it, so, but I, so I let Coach speak for himself. 
But I'll assure you that the confidence that he had in our ability to make it on fourth and two, fourth and one, was emboldened by how strong and how well we were physically running in the initial plays of the game. And that misled us a little bit, and we got stopped. Now, Zach Martin is in year number nine of what will undoubtedly be a Hall of Fame career. When you heard his name called for holding, did you have to double take and think, that has to be a mistake? I did, and it was a mistake. (laughs) I looked at it straight on. He had him beat. You know, um, uh, the call uh, is initiated usually by the official when an offensive lineman gets beat. And once you get beat, then usually an infraction follows, a hole to make up for getting beat. He didn't get beat. And so uh, uh, that, was, uh, that was an iffy one. So, Jerry, when it comes to the other side of the ball and Micah Parsons, I'm sitting there at Thanksgiving with my family, and my father's 70 years old and a lifelong Cowboy fan. And I asked him this question, and I know you didn't own the Cowboys back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, but I said, you know, for me – Micah Parsons is the best defensive player I've ever seen in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. And he said, Mike, I've seen Bob Lilly and I've seen Randy White, and those are probably the two best, and Micah Parsons is better. What are your thoughts on how great Micah Parsons is as a Dallas Cowboy defender in the history of the organization? Well, that's pretty impressive. That's real impressive. He probably saw more of Bob Lilly and Randy than than I have, uh, for sure, assuredly. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, that's good enough for me uh, because I know what Bob Lilly was. He was voted uh, as the best defensive lineman in the history of the NFL, Bob Lilly, as a lineman. Uh, Randy White came in here as a linebacker and moved down to the ground, and and uh, he had such a unique perspective of how to get ready to play an opponent, and he was uh, he invented – preparation and then of course he could execute so uh, uh, for a Micah to be mentioned by your father in those terms is quite a compliment and I have a question to kind of go along with that then it does it ever it doesn't have to be for Micah it can be for whoever are you ever disappointed by the way the NFL has started to shift their MVP voting into almost exclusively quarterback like we're going on 10 years since a non-quarterback has won it and obviously it's even tougher for a defensive player to win the award are, are you surprised that the game has just shifted away from voting for anybody but quarterbacks for MVP no because uh, I'm so aware of how we've put the emphasis on quarterbacking and uh, it's not a frailty of our game but it's certainly a uh, 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 a look at at what we're dealing with here, uh, but we put so much on uh, the excellence at that position, and when you don't have it, it hamstrings you and your ability to put the whole team together. And it's uh, uh, it's not fair uh, because uh, I'm sure those quarterbacks would be the first to tell you that. Uh, uh, the game that some of these guys play down in the interior, the game that is uh, played by space hitters, that's almost a different world. And uh, that's that's calling on skills and that's calling on uh, uh, mental uh, mental 
strengths and mental preparation that uh, uh, are, are not a part of what they do, the quarterbacks I'm talking about. And so um, uh, there's no lack of respect now for how good a football players these are. And uh, I'll assure you that I've seen uh, 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 better football players, better at uh, the nuances of the game, uh, I have seen better players than quarterbacks. Is there a possibility that Tyron Smith plays next week for the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, that's uh, unlikely, but I don't want to address it one way or the other. But uh, um, it's not for competitive reasons alone. But still, um, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not so sure this morning uh, to be right on top of it where we are. But uh, Let's just see how that goes. I don't want to necessarily comment on something that has an impact here. I'd love to get your thoughts on what the organization and what fans should make of the development of C.D. Lamb. He had a, another drop earlier, which remains troubling, but he also caught six passes, had a second 100-yard game, and made an incredible one-handed grab, and then another one that we all still think probably should have counted what do you make of the development of C.D. Lamb? Well, the word that the thing I see immediately when his name comes out my mouth is rack, run after catch. Uh, once he gets the ball, what he can do with that ball. Therein lies, in my mind, in my assessment, some of the drops because of his, uh, his impactfulness uh, after he tucks it away or after uh, with what he does with the ball. And so uh, he obviously has some element of his being focused on what he's going to do with the next step. And to me, that uh, shows up in concentrating. Uh, for, that's my explanation. Uh, he's outstanding. We're so fortunate to uh, have him. Uh, he's uh, just uh, uh, right before our eyes. He's evolving uh, positively. Uh, that uh, you see Gallup really snatching that ball out yeah. there uh, when it comes his way. See what he can do. And uh, you couple that with what we've got going out of the backfield now with the physique and uh, with Pollard. And you put that with that bunch of tight ends out there. Uh, we've got us a passing game. When you saw the replays, did you think CD had that touchdown catch? Because, I mean, it was incredible nonetheless, but did you think he had that touchdown in the back of the end zone? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And that's a nuance of the rule that uh, you can debate all day long, but uh, there's two. Uh, we actually have a rule here where it's interpreted with a different angle. Uh, if you're dragging the toe, you're fine. If you're not, you're not. Both of them, the toe has to be in bounds clear of the wide line. That's in. And uh, so uh, uh, Stephen is on that competition committee and uh, very involved in this and has big issue with this interpretation before last night. Oh, outstanding. We will talk with him on Monday. I look forward to that conversation. I got to know, when y'all did get in the end zone, did you like the tight end group's whack-a-mole touchdown celebration? I was so proud of them. I just can't tell you what it means to all those three million volunteers and 
all of the people they serve, the millions of people that benefit from the Salvation Army. And to have that reminder that uh, I'm not for sure, I don't have this, don't hold me to it, but this could be the second most watched event other than the Super Bowl we'll have this year. And to have that focused on and the emphasis of the Red Kettle, the Salvation Army, millions of people that they uh, help and that are served by them. And to have our guys jump up there at the most visible time you could have in this country and uh, show that and, and just remind what Salvation Army is, is was well, you couldn't draw it up if you tried to draw it up for a thousand years any better. Jerry, I just want to thank you so much for coming on today and coming on weekly. I just think about, you know, we're taking away time from your family, which I know is uh, valuable to you. But every week you come on and you give us your thoughts and, and your feelings on what's happening with the Cowboys. And, and, you know, most owners, general managers don't do that on a weekly basis and especially kind of a major holiday time for you. So I want to thank you so much for giving us your time. Well, it's that time of year to uh, thanks, and I want you to know it's so self-serving for the Cowboys. It's a wonderful opportunity to have you guys ask these questions and uh, talk in a manner like this and to get to go directly to uh, the fans that we get to. So uh, I, on the other hand, are so appreciative, and thank you. Do you ever talk to owners at owner meetings and say that, May hey, if you guys go on radio more, this or that, maybe you can pump up your audience more. Well, listen, they, uh, uh, they, uh, uh, you know, and I understand it. Uh, they, many cases, uh, don't want to have that direct involvement, and I get it. And uh, uh, but I came here uh, uh, with a clear decision to. Uh, not be involved for the rest of my life uh, in certain areas and be involved in sport, and in this case, the Dallas Cowboys. And so we're just uh, uh, we're just dancing to a little different music. That's all there is to it. But uh, I will say this. Uh, you can't have, if you tried, you couldn't have as much uh, enjoyment and as much uh, uh, interesting things uh, that I've had since uh, being involved with the Cowboys. And uh, things like we're talking about right now, what we're doing right this minute, here we are day after Thanksgiving, uh, that's uh, that's what it's about. There's no place in the world I'd rather be than sitting there talking to you guys on the phone. Well, we appreciate that very much. The last thing I got for you, we're actually at a baseball card shop today, R.J. Dukes in McKinney. I got to know, were you a baseball, football? I know football card's not as prevalent at the time. Were you a card collector growing up or even now? just uh, 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 almost fanatical. Uh, baseball was my game. Uh, I had to call on myself to play football. Baseball I loved. I played it every chance I could get it and traveled all over the state uh, uh, playing it when in American Legion and uh, uh, just uh, hung on hung on everything I could about baseball and uh, uh, fortunately Dad uh, Dad was had a big uh, work ethic mentality and wanted me to work every day, but uh, he would let me uh, step out there and play a little baseball. 
appreciate the time, like Mike said, as always, and thank you for how much y'all helped out our charity auction as well. And congratulations on another big victory. Okay, let's count our blessings. Thank you, yes, guys. Sir. There you go. Jerry Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan.